Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about mental health conditions and anger. This is the second episode in a two-part episode on anger. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So let's talk about mental health conditions and anger. Uh, Just to review, uh, when we spoke about anger, we were talking about ways you can deal with anger Uh, What do people learn in anger management? How can you handle angry people? And things like that. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about mental health conditions and anger. Everyone experiences anger, and at some point, it becomes problematic. However, When the frequency of severity of anger interferes with relationships, work performance, legal standing, or mental health, while there is no official anger disorder, dysfunctional anger and aggression can be a symptom of intermittent explosive disorder, oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, and borderline personality disorder. It may also play a role in manic episodes, ADHD, and narcissism. Anger doesn't require a formal diagnosis to be disruptive or to benefit from help with its management. Intermittent Explosive Disorder Intermittent Explosive Disorder is an impulse control disorder characterized by repeated angry outbursts representing a failure to control aggressive impulses. These outbursts can involve verbal or physical aggression and result in property damage or physical injury. These reactions are also severely out of proportion to the event that sparked the episode. Of the various disorders related to anger, perhaps intermittent explosive disorder most accurately describes the escalating explosions of violence we are witnessing today, such as mass shootings. It may emerge from a failure to recognize and consciously address anger as it arises before it becomes pathological and dangerous, perhaps starting in childhood. Next, Oppositional Defiant Disorder. Oppositional Defiant Disorder is 
a disruptive behavior disorder that involves a pattern of angry and irritable moods and defiant or vindictive behaviors. People with oppositional defined disorder may lose their temper, lash out impulsively, become resentful, argue with authority figures, refuse to comply with requests, and deliberately annoy and blame others. Two parts of the brain implicated in this reactive aggression include an overactive amygdala, and an underactive prefrontal cortex, the region that helps regulate impulses and inhibit aggression. Medication and therapy, particularly a newer approach called collaborative and proactive solutions, can reduce defiance and anger and teach healthy coping skills. Then there is conduct disorder. Conduct disorder is a disruptive behavior disorder involving a pattern of violating norms, rules, and the basic rights of others. Individuals with conduct disorder may bully, threaten, or physically hurt others. They may be cruel to animals, lie, steal, or destroy property. While oppositional defiant disorder involves reactive, explosive aggression, conduct disorder tends to yield proactive, calculated, antisocial acts. Some people with the same disorder will go on to be diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. Borderline personality disorder. Borderline personality disorder is a condition characterized by instability and impulsivity, including bursts of anger or violence. Terrified of abandonment, people with borderline personality disorder cling to those close to them, crave reinsurance and validation, and are deeply upset by seemingly small changes. This turbulence can involve angry outbursts, severe mood swings, hopelessness, paranoia, self-harm, and suicidality. The overblown rage so common in borderline may stem from problems of trust, such as learning not to trust parents or caregivers due to unreliability, neglect, and criticism. Anger may function as a defense against fears of possible abandonment and rejection. Then there's depression. Depression is characterized by consistently low mood and feelings of sadness, emptiness, or hopelessness. Enjoyment and pleasure are diminished 
while irregularities in sleep and appetite emerge, among other challenges. Both research and clinical observation have identified a connection between depression and anger. Anger is often a reaction to and distraction from inner suffering, feelings such as sadness and powerlessness, shame, anxiety, inadequacy, and isolation. Anger can be both an outgrowth of and meaningful distraction from the intense pain of underlying depression. Similarly, many people who seek help for depression come to recognize how anger directed inward, such as intense self-criticism, blame, and dissatisfaction contribute to their depression. This, I hope, helped you understand in general about anger and also the different mental illnesses where anger is involved. As I said, everyone experiences anger at some point. But with mental health conditions, it becomes problematic. However, when the frequency or severity of anger interferes with relationships, work performance, legal standing, or mental health. As I said, there is no official anger disorder. Dysfunctional anger and aggression can be a symptom of what we discussed, intermittent explosive disorder, oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, borderline personality disorder, manic episodes, ADHD, narcissism, and depression. And remember, Anger doesn't require a formal diagnosis to be disruptive or to benefit from help with its management. If you feel that you are having a hard time controlling your anger, please see a therapist. They know how to help you. It should be a partnership. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. Stay well.